Hello, I'm Ash. I'm Simone. And I'm Danny from Voyager in Australia, and you're listening to the Burning Bridge. I mean, Building Bridges <laughs> podcast. I'm so sorry. We're here to build bridges, not to burn bridges. Good yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank Building bridges. You're good to go. Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Sebi. I'm Jan. And I'm Dave. And this is a Eurovision podcast for the rest of us. So today we are very, very happy to announce a special guest at Building Bridges. They have tried to go into Eurovision for a while now, and they are not closing, but headlining the semifinal two of Eurovision 2023. I bet you'll never guess who that could be. We're all so excited to have them on our episode today. Yeah, I think this is must be the longest bridge we've ever built. So as Elise and Miriam said in 2015, we'll build a bridge from Austria to Australia now. Welcome to Voyager. Well, first of all, let's talk about Madrid. You just came back, right? How was the experience for you? How, what was it like to meet uh, the other Eurovision artists? We were still in Madrid, actually. Yeah. So. We are one of the last remaining acts in Madrid, I think. <laughs> we don't have homes to go to anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit it's a bit hard to go back to Australia between yeah. these pre-parties. You know, it's it's a little expensive and a little far. Yeah. So we, we just hang out in Europe. Until Eurovision. Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah, until after nice. Eurovision. We'd like to do Eurovision still. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> that makes sense. It's kind of important. Yeah. But what was it like meeting the other artists in Madrid? Awesome. They're all so lovely and talented people. Um, there's a, a few acts that we really got along with, like just got in a house on fire. So it was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a great time. House on fire, burning bridges. Oh, See, this is yeah. this is turning dark. <laughs> I think one thing that uh, this is going to sound very silly, but it's nice to know that everyone's human. I find when you yeah. look at all the the big Eurovision acts and you watch them all on YouTube and TV, everyone just seems so massive. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's just such a huge production yeah. and when you're all finally in the same place it's like oh yeah we're all people that's right mm. so i'm not i'm not human no you're <laughs> <laughs> so voyager's been together now for about 12 years in its current form so you guys must know each other like super super duper well at this point so how when you guys go on tour like how do you avoid uh basically being at each other's throats and, and it becoming a stressful time like, I imagine, especially with, uh, I mean, I know you're headlining the semifinal two. You're not closing, <laughs> right? Correct. <laughs> so, so because of this, like, how, how do you guys manage to stay, like, you're, you're always so energetic and upbeat. How do you manage to stay so cool all the time? Do you want to take this one on tour? Well, I mean, <laughs> we've, we've been together. We've been friends for, for years. Like, even before we were all in the band together, we've known each other since we were, like, 16, 17 years old. So... Um, the relationship that we have is very unique. We're like a family more so than mm -hmm. a, a bandmates. Um, and through that, we've just gained a capacity to be extremely honest with each other and upfront when something's not cool. Um, there's no sort of skirting around anything anymore. So, um, you know, we just, we just tell each other straight if something's not cool. Um, the other thing is just give it gives yourself some space every now and again. Just having a break it helps. But it's, that's very difficult. It's easy to say, but very difficult when you're <laughs> when you're for six weeks in a van, which is probably yeah. about six square meters with six people. Um, it's got a bunk bed. It's called it? a bunk bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, it gets pretty cozy. It we gets pretty sometimes. Sometimes a curtain, but you know, there's not a lot of privacy. But it's kind of fine. And I was surprised to be honest. Like I'm a person who likes my own personal space a lot. 
And when we, I remember going on our first international tour altogether, I was like, guys, I'm going to need a lot of space. And I didn't at the end. It was fine. Like it was actually really cool because you go off and do your own thing. You come back and you can, you know, it's, it, it's a really nice vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the same as Danny. I asked myself the same question you just asked us before the start of our first tour. I'm like, how am I going to survive this? Yeah. But it, it, yeah. It was kind of surprising just how easy it is to kind of live in each other's pockets. I think we just like each other a lot. Yeah. And we've got a common love for music and playing music. And that's what brings us together. You know, yeah. even if we're, we're having a bit of a, a down day or something like that. We're not maybe getting along that well with each other. We start making music together or writing it. And it's like, there's that spark. And that's the beauty of music. Yeah. Speaking of music, you um, somehow, uh, it seems like Eurovision was, you know, kind of a journey for you. Um, speaking of the songs you submitted in the past, uh, just as Runaway and Dreamer last year, now you're back with Promise. You know, w when did Eurovision become a goal for Voyager in 1981 for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we didn't really expect such a specific answer to that. Okay, we take On it. the 20th of December 1981. Um, no, it's um, I don't know. Like it, it, it's been a to me. I've I've always always been a fan of Eurovision. Ash has been a fan of Eurovision for some time, and when we play shows around the world people have always said, you would be great on Eurovision. And when, when we watch Eurovision, certainly from my experience, I go, we would love to play that stage, please, because it's the greatest stage on, on the planet. And the wonderful thing about Eurovision is that we can enjoy it not only as fans, but now also as performers. And we now have the opportunity to have, hopefully, 160 or 170 million people have the chance yeah. to at least listen to our music. And that's, that's a goal as a performer that that's, you just can't replicate, you know, you, you will never get the chance to present your music to that many people. Um, mm. And that, especially as an original touring band with seven albums and, and multiple world tours, that is very, very important because metal is always put into a category and people go, mm. oh, that's too heavy. I don't want to listen to metal. But then they listen to Voyager and they go, oh, my mum likes this. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's, yeah. <laughs> Yay, Brenda. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, that's, that's, that's really important because, If you don't have the chance to hear it, you don't know whether you like it or not. So now you will be forced to listen to it and see if you like yeah. it. But it's, it's a great thing, right? Like if you go, uh, you know, to the great excuse to escape from the island anyway, you know, being in, in somehow music vacation for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's a music vacation. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> I always, right. I always remember watching Eurovision, you know, when I was younger and looking at the stage and just going, oh. That's that's amazing. I'm I'm from <laughs> Perth and I'm in a metal band. This will never happen for me. And then 2015 rolls around. I'm like, this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like there's so much interest in Australia for Eurovision, I think, in general. And um, well, you're not the only Australians competing, of course. Uh, you're going to meet Andrew again, who was in Australia Decides together with you. Uh, did you already meet with him again? Did you already talk to him about it? Like, oh yeah, yeah, we chat once in a while. We, yeah. I actually really like his song. I think his song is great. <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's great. Um, I just I want to I want to play it. I want to do a a cover yeah. version of it because it's a great song. I think it will sound pretty good as a metal song. I reckon I as well. Will. Yeah, I think it would. <laughs> um, and yeah, Andrew's great. Andrew's actually a, a a metal fan himself. 
So we oh, bonded really? straight away. <laughs> um, yeah, I like a lot of the stuff that he likes. He likes a lot of the stuff that 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 we do. So yeah, it's great. It's great to have a, a fellow Aussie on the ground, and um, also with a really strong song. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him again. We're missing him at the pre parties. I know. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew. Andrew, <laughs> he's breaking my broken heart. He is. <laughs> That's good news. You can't. You so can't. You can't, can't break a broken heart. But he just did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Andrew, your song is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's always so great to see this kind of um, support between the artists, even though you're liking this kind of sort of competition as Eurovision is, but at the end, you can't really compete in music. But like, if we go all the way to Liverpool, we know you can talk about the staging, but can you tell us maybe if you were able to include everything you wanted for your upcoming performance in Liverpool? Well, I think if you want to include everything you wanted, I mean, Ash was hoping to be set on fire and be in a, spin, in a spinning drum kit. So I don't think I don't think some of the safety regulations can quite. Any any plans that you had that you oh, were not able to be fulfilled? Oh, look, I, you want to swing me from a roof or something? Yeah. Go for it. That sounds great. Yeah. No, no jetpacks, nothing. But within within the bounds of of occupational health and safety, mm. um, yes, I think we're, we're going to be able to achieve what we want to achieve. Everyone thinks I'm joking. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Have you seen that at Eurovision? No. I mean, you can only do it once, but. <laughs> Make it happen for Ash. <laughs> like, congratulations, you got through to the final, but unfortunately, Ash will not be joining us. Yeah. <laughs> She's slightly charred yeah. right now. Now, I've got a bit of a, a more serious question. Uh, Uh-oh. Do you want to bring the mood down too much? But um, a bit of history now. So four years ago, SBS and the EBU signed a memorandum. And that gave Australia four years, four more years to participate in Eurovision. And that expires in 2023. So unless you guys know something that we don't, and again, we don't want to get in trouble, uh, there's the slight possibility, we hope not, but you could be the final Australian entry in Eurovision. So I don't know if, if you realized that or if that had come up before, but what, uh, how does that make you feel? And, and do you think and hope that that's not going to be the case like the rest of us? I certainly hope it's not going to be the case, um, which is why we have uh, a new campaign. It's called the Remain campaign. And um, it also, it means that even if you hate our song, if you would like Australia to continue being in Eurovision, you must give us your 12 points. Yes. If we <laughs> win, we're going to stay, right? Yeah. Actually, I'm probably sure there's a contractual clause that says that's not required. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, the Remain campaign is the Remain campaign from Spain. You can see the songwriter talent right there. I was going to say, it comes too easily. But it would be, yeah, exactly. But it would be, it would be really sad. It would be really sad if Australia wasn't in it. Um, I actually think more countries should be in it. I think think every country should be in it. It's, It's the greatest show on earth. Why wouldn't every country participate? So if it's yeah. semi-finals, I know. <laughs> but if we weren't, if we were the last contestant, well, we'll do Australia proud and we'll go out with a bang. Yeah, I think that's exactly what we said in the podcast as well when we discussed it. Like it would be a shame, but at the same time, like what a banger to close like the participation for Australia. Guy, Sebastian, to Voyager, and everything in between. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But well, uh, Danny and I, we already spoke a little bit of German. Um, do you think your German heritage will help you at all with getting points from Germany? Well, it was a, it was a clear uh, diplomatic, strategic, political campaign to make sure there are two <laughs> metal bands from the countries yeah. um, that have some relationships. So it clearly worked. Um, 
<clears throat> look, the German media or the German-speaking media have kind of have picked me up um, and uh, and reclaimed me to a certain degree, which is actually really nice. It's really nice <laughs> yeah. to sort of go go back to my roots. Um, I don't know if if I've always said to the to the German press, I said, you know, if you like the song, give me twelve points. But if you just want to vote for a German guy, then maybe ten. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just still fine. But you also uh, still fine. you also chatted with the guys from Lord of the Lost already, right? Yeah, they seem like really yeah. nice guys, and yeah. um, it, it's great to see another metal band um, perform. And what's great about it is that we are both in the metal category, but we are so vastly different. If you listen to our yeah. songs, they're completely different. And that's the wonderful thing that people can now realize, that metal is so many subgenres. Metal mm -hmm. is not just metal. It is, you know, I mean, there's doom metal, Viking metal, black metal, gothic metal, synth metal. You know, there, there's something yeah. in it for everyone. So if you like heavy music, there'll be some sort of subgenre of metal for you. Yeah, exactly. We do them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we already mentioned you'll you'll headline semi-final two. You'll get to close that one. Um, I mean, we're we're not gonna uh, beat her in the bush here. You're, you're gonna qualify, of course. You're awesome. <laughs> so there... <laughs> thank you. So there's thank there's God. a little. I don't want to call it a tradition, but the last few years, this weird thing has happened. And we, we know you can't headline the grand final because the UK will, sadly. I mean, it's their show. They pulled that. That's fine. Uh, but the closer of semifinal two often gets to open the grand final. If oh. that were to happen, how would you feel about opening instead of closing the show? Honestly, um, you can close with a bang and you can open with a bang. I mean, we've, we've yeah. uh, headlined, we've opened um, many, many times in our, in our career. So it's not really... It's it's a different kind of vibe. Like the vibe as a headliner is, or right, the, as the closer, I shouldn't say. But, but no, in in you know in the traditional touring space, the vibe of the headliner is to to finish with a bang, um, yeah. and and the opener is often the 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 artist that sets the mood and sets the tone for the for the whole show. And if you you know if you open with a bang, that immediately lifts everyone's spirits. And if they go, yes, this is going to be a great show. Yeah. 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 You get to sit there and just enjoy the rest of the show. Put your feet up. Oh, right. That's true. All the beers. So relaxing. I hope they give you guys beer. Yeah, beer and not like I guess you don't want prosecco and white wine at your in your green booth, do you? Or do you want I do, yes, please. Rum prosecco and white wine will be fine. Craft beer for Ashley. There you go. Oh, whatever's going, really. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to what do we want at our booth is yes, please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys said that you're pretty much staying in Europe until Eurovision will happen. Uh, so you're not heading back to Australia in that time, I suppose. Nope. What are your plans to see in Europe? So, Or are you staying in Spain for that time? Or are you about to see any other country, maybe do some additional promo in that time? I love the microphone slowly coming towards me. Um, <laughs> we're actually heading to uh, Amsterdam tomorrow for oh, their pre-party. Nice. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun and more chaos. And then we head to London and we've got a show on April 20 at the Boston Music Hall or the Boston Music Room. Um, so if you're in London... Get your tickets. Get your tickets now. Get your tickets. And I think we've got a pre-party in London as well on yep. the 16th, 16th yep. of April. Yeah. And then it's on to Eurovision. Mm. That's great. Nice. That's great. So not much time for uh, frivolities, but 
you know, there's a lot of media, there's a lot of content to be to be made, um, and maybe I'll get a little massage at some point. That'd be nice. Well, this is this is our secret weapon now. We don't have homes to go to, so yeah. all we can yeah. do is Voyager all day, every day. Yeah, that's an advantage living in Australia. You know, once you escape the island, you know you're a free man then. No, yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, it's very different. Like when when we do a tour, like we did a tour in October last year around Europe and, and the UK, and it's we did 21 shows in 25 days. So you're always mm, doing wow. something every day. You're getting on a bus. You're going to the next venue. You're doing your show. You you get back on the bus and you're in your you know on your way to the next city. So it's actually quite nice to have a little bit of time. Um, you know, we get itchy feet, so we want to fill our time with with stuff. So you'll probably see a lot of nonsense content from us <laughs> over the next few <laughs> a few weeks. Yeah. All right. Last question is a really silly one. Who has to fold up that giant Voyager banner in the background and put it in their suitcase? <laughs> me that's me <laughs> that is huge it's this is why yeah. this is why we have significant excess luggage <laughs> <laughs> in fact we had so much excess luggage and luckily it was waived by a very nice manager at Qatar Airways at the airport in Perth but if we had uh, if we had not had that waived it would have cost us two and a half thousand dollars for the extra extra luggage <laughs> Oh Which I would gosh. have just grabbed someone from the from the airport crowd and said, "Do you want to fly? Do you want to fly yeah. to, to Spain and take the banner, please?" You would have found a Eurovision fan in the airport for sure that would have paid that. 100%. Yes, hundred percent. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it was a pleasure for us. Um, do you maybe have some final words to our listeners and to all the Eurovision fans out there? Well, you are an, uh, technically an Austrian podcast, right? Technically, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I want to say Austria is awesome this year. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Taya and Selena are yes. just, they're the best. They're, re- they're great humans, amazing performers, beautiful musicians, <laughs> and yeah, just, just awesome all around. But your 12 points must go to us. Yes. It must go. Two letters away from voting. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. If you get it confused, it's fine. Yeah. Austria, Australia, it's all fine. Um, no, uh, please, Jan, you're in Slovenia. Yes, I am. So please make sure that Slovenia gets gets uh, gets some love as well, or rather, they give us some love. <laughs> and Dave, Canada, you. This is the first time that you guys can vote as well, right? Yeah, the whole world can vote this year. So get a lot of Aussies around the world that can pick up their phones and vote this year. This is very very exciting. Yeah. I just want to say how awesome it is that that you guys. I mean, look at look how international it is. What you guys are doing, you know, it's a it's it's a wonderful experience, and it's really really nice to be, pardon the pun, but united by music. Yeah. Beauty of the contest. So quest. Thank you so much, guys. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you on really the television. Your time. Good luck. Good luck Thanks for Liverpool. Much. Fingers crossed. Thank Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 Follow Building Bridges on Instagram at Building Underline Bridges Underline Podcast. So that was definitely, for me anyway, um, very enjoyable. And I think we can tell that just from the fact that, you know, we spoke to them for 20 minutes and it felt like two. Yeah. I didn't want it to end. I felt like I had to ask them more questions just to keep them there. We were having so much fun. Yeah. Do you find the same, Semi? Absolutely. And I say, like, their final words really touched me. Like, of course, we get to talk to the artists, which, like, is a huge privilege and all that. But, like, even, like, just getting this feedback from Eurovision artists, like, that what we're, go- what we're doing is great and that we should keep going. That's That was really 
Sweet. And how yeah. professional are they too? Like they, you know, everything they say they can turn into a joke or turn into professional, yes. but like cool at the same time, you know. Yeah. And and always ready, you know. Like you can see that there's a career, you know, going for them for mm -hmm. for quite some time now, and they're used to, you know, to their chemistry between each other, and also how to work with, you know, media and 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 while doing other activities. So I mean, it was such a joy to have yeah. them on yeah. Building Bridges podcast. I'm pretty sure it's where the German and the Australian heritage meet. Like, they're on time, they're <laughs> professional, but then they're also fun to be with and really cool. It's like, yeah. the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, they grew up in Darwin. They've got access to a beach. They've got access to all kinds of fun things. So, yes. not surprised. Um, but yeah, so we built a bridge to them. We've been building bridges all over the place. So I think, uh, since we just looked at our stats, we should really thank everyone who's still listening for listening. Our, our listeners map is literally lighting up across the world. I mean, we've got listeners across the US, all over Europe, of course. Uh, and we've even got some new listeners in India, the United Arab Emirates, and even in rural Saskatchewan in Canada. So thank you all so much for putting your, your faith in, I guess, in our analysis yeah. and our interview skills. So uh, we can't wait to see you next one and reveal who our next interview will be. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to us. We're building Underline Bridges Online Podcast on Instagram in case you want to follow us. And just we'll... in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye bye and thank you so much. Ciao. ciao. See you. Bye. Ciao.